We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And you know what? You haven't said anything about Ted Drews the last couple of weeks. Has I know. Is there a problem there or something we don't know about? No, or? everything is okay. Uh, okay. Ted Drews is still there. And uh, All right. in, due, in part, thanks to me. <laughs> Regular there, the window. (laughs) Find me there in the evenings with my family now, (laughs) regular basis. I tell you what, almost every time we go, we see someone we know, and uh, (laughs) it's yeah. Anyway, that's a good place to hang out. I'm so I'm so happy for you that it's right there, close. I'm happy too. See, because we it has to. It's a special thing for us to have to come over and eat at Ted Drews. But we, whenever we have company, we have had visitors coming in from out of town, and we always take them over. To Ted Drews, that's part of the tradition. But we had so. this this when we first moved to the area. It was this weird yeah. Ted Drews effect because the only reason we would <laughs> go to that neighborhood typically is yeah. if we were going to Ted Drews. Yeah. So every time I drove by, I felt like, oh, I better go to Ted oh, Drews. Yeah. This yeah. is special. But then finally I realized, well, no, wait a second. I live you know, two <laughs> blocks away. I can go anytime. <laughs> so that that's sunken. So it's gotten a little better. Oh, oh, well, that's it's kind of a shame. It's kind of like the children of the uh, uh, in the wilderness. You get tired of the man. Is that what you're man. saying? You get tired of this worthless <laughs> well, I, food, as we heard no, last. No, I'd never no, say that. I would never no, say that no, about no, Ted Cruz. Please, Matt. I hope not. No, uh, but, but my waistline and my wallet cannot take. <laughs> A daily trip to Ted Drews. <laughs> now, if it disappeared on our doorstep like the manna, you know, you know, <laughs> I feel obligated. <laughs> that would be okay. Hint, hint. If it shows up on my doorstep, <laughs> I would be okay with that. <laughs> no, I think you're going to have to go get it yourself, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what can run but never walks? What has a mouth but never talks? Has a head but never weeps? Has a bed but never sleeps? Our poetic riddle for the day. Matt, any idea I've what that I've been losing was? sleep all week, John. <laughs> racking my brain over this. What could it be? Eating, eating Ted Drews. I know. That's right. To just console here. myself yes. to fill this void. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting till this Saturday morning to finally find out the answer. And the answer, and the answer is, is a river. There you go. Or, well, yeah, okay, well, let's yeah, yeah. unpack that for us. Here we it go. It runs, the river runs, but okay. it, it, did you ever go over a walking river? No, 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 no. that and, makes and sense. And it has a mouth, right? The mouth of the mighty Mississippi. Sure. Have you ever been down to the mouth of the mighty Mississippi? I have, yeah, down have in Norland. Well, that's right. You were down there for, yeah, for the National Youth, youth, youth Gathering youth stuff. Gathering. So, okay. yeah, yeah. But it doesn't talk. It doesn't talk. It babbles. <laughs> it could, it we could have said okay. it babbles, yeah. but it doesn't talk. Uh, has a head, right? But it never weeps. Uh, and of okay. course, the riverbed. But it never, never sleeps. sleeps. Oh, oh that's man, good. river, that old man. Ri- okay, that's enough. <laughs> Pastor John Lekomsky, star of stage and screen. 
<laughs> singing Old Man River. In honor of the 100th anniversary of the Muni. Maybe we should do <laughs> that all perfect. summer long. We'll be doing <laughs> musicals. <laughs> musicals. Yeah, you know, they're having that 100th anniversary gala. They've got nothing on you. Nothing on Wrestle <laughs> the Basics. Right. A show tune of the week. Maybe we should introduce <laughs> okay. that. that. Okay, well, we'll work on that for future episodes. So this week, it's Old Man River. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> all right, we need to get... Oh, where is it? Where is it, Matt? Oh, come on. I can't get the mouse to work. Where's the We've thing? got the perfect the sound cursor. effect. Yes, we do. Here it segue. is. There. All, All right, right, now there's no time for foolishness. <laughs> All right, hold on just a second, I gotta try something out here. That's still not working. We gotta get our oh, hand. Oh, I know. Where, where's the, the engineer? Where's Buzz? Buzz, Let's see. Holy, holy cow. cow is working. Yes, yes. Yeah, right, but we saying. don't have have a point. Oh, oh well, boy, then we, you better we need get Gary, the, the head guy, <laughs> Gary right. Duncan. Gary Duncan. This is put this as top priority. Our side effect needs to be fixed. What happened here? So, where did you want to go, Matt? What are we doing here? Luke, you said Luke eighteen is what you told me. Yeah, Luke chapter eighteen, and and I. A couple familiar accounts, yeah. But but I just a new insight that I gained, and I wanted to share that with with with, with you and with our yeah. listeners. Um, I, two different accounts, but but I think that we see these similarities here. Well, and, and they come back to back. Yeah. What do you think? Yes. I want to bounce this off you. What yeah. do you think about that? So th- there's two different audiences here. So I, oh, I don't really? I don't know if they're really happening. Okay. You know. Oh, good point. Chronologically, yeah. they're back to back in Luke's gospel. And you know, chronologically, yeah, maybe they did happen back to back. Do you think there's a purpose behind that? I mean, Jesus and his divine foreknowledge, he maybe perhaps knows these two episodes will take place back to back. And perhaps Luke, as, as God inspires him to write the Gospels, puts these back to back. Do you think there's there's something to that? Because well, uh, all right, so for, first, here's the really neat thing I love about Luke. As Luke always tells you who Jesus is talking to. Yeah. Now, you don't always get that in some of the other Gospels. Yeah, in fact, they do yeah. kind of. But but Luke always tells you this is specifically addressed to this group. So I would think, obviously, Luke is pairing these together. So there must be some reason why he he's not just arbitrarily throwing things out. So I would think that would be a fair thought, that there may be some motive in this. Yeah, I think God, God is behind this in some way, whether whether these things really do take place back to back and Jesus is really making a connection. God's behind the Bible? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. That, You're sh- that, I'm going to read this with a whole different outlook now that actually this is God's word. Whoa, man. You're showing we're Lutherans again, John. <laughs> People are going to be on to us that we're actually Lutheran. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, this is the inspired word of God. So maybe the guy that wrote this is also the guy that wrote the Old Testament? Because I noticed a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah, that's right. Last week we heard about those fiery serpents. And that's Go right. And then figure. Jesus picks it up in John 3. All right. So obviously you're right. The Lord has where's some the sarc- Where's the sarcasm oh. button? <laughs> sarcasm? We've got a sar- so we got to go back to the... Where? The, go back to the Charlie Brown. Okay. okay. Which one did okay. you want? The, the one, oh. Yeah, there we go. Don't you know sarcasm when you hear it? <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Why am I doing it? You should be doing the sound effects. You know what they do. I don't know what they do. So, all right, so let's get at it then. There is a connection. That's what you're, that, and, and, and the neat thing is, is God gave you that insight, right? Well, yeah, I would like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wonder sometimes, don't we? The source of no. our insight. Yeah, so thanks be to God that yeah. he does give that insight, speak you through his word. Yeah. And as we read his word, that's always one of my prayers is, you know, grant me the Holy Spirit that yeah. I might be able to understand your word and teach your word. And I think here there's a connection with some unlikely people. So we have this account of the the Pharisee and yep. the tax collector. Yep, 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 yep. And then the very next account is the little children. But I think there's a connection 
As we go, what do you, we'll have to see. Is the connection between the Pharisees and the little children or between the tax collector and the little children? Because, you know, I'm thinking you're a Jew, all yeah, right? Yeah. Who do you want your little kids to grow up to be like? Well, uh, obviously not like a tax collector. Not a I'll tax collector. No, no, they're hated. Yeah. No, tax collectors and sinners, they're all they, lumped they, together. They work for the Roman government. They're, oh, they're betrayers. Miserable. Yeah, Terrible. Yeah. I don't want my kid to be like a tax collector. I want my kid to grow up to be a nice a Pharisee. Pharisee. Yeah. Oh, you know, esteemed by the people and wearing fancy clothes. Oh, yeah, the long robes. Oh, the long and robes the and, and the all that places stuff. of yeah. honor and they're so pious and yep, they're, oh that's no one what can I'm shooting for. that's what i want my kid yeah. to grow up to be yeah. like but but as we look First at tax collectors got a lot of money well yeah <laughs> there's, there's some money in tax collecting <laughs> but again it's dirty money it's filthy lucre it's filthy as they lucre. say <laughs> so but as we as we move on we'll see who do these infants these little children have more in common with the okay. tax collector or the pharisees, pharisees. okay all right. You ready for yeah, me to read? Yeah, let's dig in. So, right. so chapter 18, verse 9. And, and, and I'm, I'm excited because this is not an insight that I've had, but, but it is cool. That's the fun thing about being a pastor. Fun thing about anybody studying the Word. It's just all of a sudden you see some things, and how could I have not seen that before? So, all right. Here's the insight that neat, I Yeah, just you. this old story of God's love for us, and yeah, new insights all the time. I love it. All right. He told this parable to some who trusted in themselves, and they were right, that they were righteous, and treated others with contempt. Well, let's stop there, because okay. I, I think that just speaks well, to what you is. said earlier, right, John? Yeah. That in Luke's gospel, he tells us yeah, who he's know. speaking to. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. It we have cool. The, the context here. So in this case, Jesus is talking, and he's telling this parable, this story, with a purpose to a specific group of people. So who's the group of people here? They thought they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Kind of an interesting combination. So it wasn't just that they were proud, but they had to run everybody else down, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if we were to put that in today's terms, righteous and treat people with contempt, what, what would we call someone like that? Politician? Oh! I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's all I'm saying. Holy. Um, so, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> no, so who are you thinking of, Matt? Well, I, I think just someone who's, who's prideful. A okay. real jerk, baby. <laughs> Maybe Why that's you the, look at me the theological way? word. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. But but you're you're right. So yeah. not only a, a pride, but a pride that they're showing off. That, that that's I'm, the thing. Holier yeah. than thou, maybe we yeah. we could call them that. Holier than thou, exactly. Exactly, sure. exactly. And I think maybe that the even bigger issue is if, if they're holier than thou, well, then maybe they're so holy, so good, that maybe they don't even need Jesus. Well, right? they don't. Obviously, they don't need Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't kill him. You yeah. Don't kill the thing you need. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. boy. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's good. So Jesus is speaking to those people right here. Now other people are listening in, I'm sure. But that's who Jesus is addressing. So he tells this parable. He tells this story. So yeah, let's uh, pick up here at verse 10. Two, two, two men. Uh, that was added for emphasis. That isn't actually in the text. Well, you just said you got these, you got well, right, two yeah, men, the, two men went up into the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Right. There's that tax collector. I know. So, yeah. so okay, so what is a, what is a Pharisee? Just... Briefly. Well, he was he was one of the uh, uh, religious leaders of the Jews and and uh, noted for going beyond what the law required. These guys not only kept what the law said, but they went beyond what the law said. So actually, uh, the Bible only calls for you to fast once a day. A lot of people talk about fasting, but according to the scriptures, you just need to do it once a year, rather once a year on the Day of Atonement. These guys might do it once a week. 
You know. Yeah. Uh, if the law said give a tithe, ten percent, they would give twelve point five percent. You know, maybe thirteen on a good week. Yeah, but but that's the thing. They did more than what the law required. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll see. This guy is is exactly one of those. Yeah. He's maybe do more than the typical Pharisee. Oh yeah. So he's a Pharisee of Pharisees. Pharisee of like, Pharisees. Like Paul. Well, that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, we should talk it? about Paul in yeah. a little bit. So okay, it's Pharisees. Okay, what what about the tax collector? Well, they 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 were looked down upon because they worked for the Roman government. Yeah. Of course. So that kind of made them That's betrayers sort of to their nation. And plus, they were pretty well known to be cheats. They they charge more than what they really really were supposed to charge, and they pocketed the difference. Yeah, like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, He's one of their prime examples, and and he ends up giving back some of what he gave uh, after Jesus comes to his house. So again, you know, yeah, I want my kid to be the Pharisee. Grow up and be a nice Pharisee. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. So, okay, so they, they come to the temple and... Uh, collaborators, that's the word. I've been trying to think of the word. They were considered collaborators. Oh, the tax collectors? The tax collectors were, yeah. Collaborating yeah. with the enemy. The enemy, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, the scum of the earth. All right, so uh, they're both in the temple, and uh, here we go. Verse 11 and 12, we hear about the Pharisee. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like that tax collector over there. I fast twice. Oh, he's better than what I thought. I know. See, twice is nice. Twice a week. <laughs> I give tithes of all that I get. Isn't that something? Yeah. So so the Pharisees, like you mentioned, they, they're fasting, they're tithing. They're not even just tithing money. They're, they're tithing thing like, uh, things like the herbs that they grow oh, in their wow. garden, the, this dill and the cumin and all these other things. And so this guy is... Like you said, He's a really Pharisee cool of Pharisees. Guy, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you want your kid to grow up to be exactly. like this guy. And he knows it. Yeah. Uh, so here he is in the temple praying this way, which is this even a prayer? I mean, this isn't even a prayer. <laughs> this is just kind of a, a bragging, hypocritical, prideful brag session oh, more than oh anything. Oh, Lord, how hard it is to be humble when hard. you're perfect in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the song he's singing here, and you can see the contempt too. That you know, it's not. It's bad enough that he's standing up and talking about how great he is, but then he has to point the finger at the tax collector. Isn't that something? Yeah. And I wonder if some of the what do you think the hearers are thinking? You know, as G, at this point, as Jesus is telling this parable, and they're probably saying, "Right on, yeah, well, of course." I'm not like that tax collector either, because remember, he's talking to pharisaical yeah, people. That's here. people who exactly the crowd who thinks they are better yeah, than others. Yeah. But you don't have to be a Pharisee to think that way, do you? <laughs> no, no. That's, that's anyone. No, that's anyone, yeah. including the, the people doing wrestling the yeah. basics right now, now here in this booth. I know, right? I know. Yeah. But uh, to keep that in mind too. Now let's uh, contrast that here with the uh, the tax collector. He's there in the temple too. He too is praying. But boy, what a stark contrast. So we have verses, uh, well, let's do 13 and 14. Okay. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me. Uh, actually, I think in the Greek it's the sinner, isn't it, Matt? It's not just a sinner. Yeah. But it's the sinner. All right. Oh, you want me to finish it up, too? Well, sure. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Yeah. So here's a tax collector. Here is the scum of the earth. Yeah. And what is he doing? Well, he knows he's the scum of the earth, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. He stands off by himself, won't even list his eyes to heaven, and he beats his breast in prayer, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's neat because he doesn't argue with the judgment of the Pharisee, does he? 
He no. doesn't say, I'm not that bad. No, he says, yeah, yeah, everything that guy said, I, that's true. In fact, I, as far as I can see, I'm the only sinner in here. Yeah. Yeah, I am the sinner, yeah. Yeah, and he's not doing it for attention. He's not nope. trying to show how pious he is by admitting his sinfulness. No, it's it's between him and God. Off in a corner. Off in Nobody the corner by himself. Know what's going on. No, yeah. this, is, this is not for show. This is sincerely between him and God. And I, you brought up Paul, and, and Paul, of course, saw uh, the... the the uh, Pharisee, who was a Pharisee of Pharisees and was so zealous for his his uh, pharisaical ways and to be a good, pious Jew, even persecutes the church. But then what does Paul say? Same thing, contempt for others. Contempt I, I for others. Yes. See that connection. When you're proud, yep. you're going to be attacking other people. You're going to drag them off yeah. to jail. You're going to show how much better you are. You're going to stone them and approve of people who are stoning them. These terrible sinners called Christians, right? Yeah. But But later, what does Paul say? Chief of sinners, right? The ah, worst of sinners. Now he's doing exactly what this guy he, is doing. Yeah, I, I am the worst of sinners, he says. Yeah. Sure. He's transformed into the tax collector. Yeah. 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 He realizes, along with the tax collector, as long as each one of us does, that we are the sinner, that we yeah. are a sinner. God be merciful to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I think the big thing here is the Pharisee, who does he place his confidence in? Himself, right? Right. right. Yeah. But, but the tax collector, he places it in. And God. God, yeah, exactly. God's mercy, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I think when we come to the temple of sorts, when we come to the Lord's house, when we come to the church, what is our attitude supposed to be? How do we view that? And, and even as we look at our liturgy, I'm such a the, good guy because I came to church. Wait. That's my attitude. Well, the, I never miss a church service, man. I'm there every Sunday. Well, that's not where I was headed, John. Oh, was but. it? Okay, I'm sorry. So, what do you think it should be? But I think perhaps sometimes that's the attitude, right? I even have my own pew at church. I sit in the same. <laughs> spot every week and everyone yeah. knows and i yeah. know everyone by name i'm not just some johnny come lately who walks in here and you know <laughs> thinks they they can just sit oh, wherever I, they I'm, want i'm late sometimes because you know i got to get from darmstadt <laughs> okay. over to st paul <laughs> excuse me johnny come lately i'm sorry go ahead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but really the, the tax yeah. collector that yeah. we too and i think we even we even recognize that right that even our liturgy we we pray the curia lord have mercy yep. it's some yeah. of the exact same words of the text it is collector. it is yeah so we become that we, we acknowledge that sin we acknowledge that before god and the words of the confession that right. they were poor miserable sinners right. that we've sinned by thought word and deed by what we've done but what we've left undone you know to come before the lord humbly recognizing the sinners that we are and that's who God invites to church, and that's who God invites to to His supper. Is sinners, yep. not yep. self righteous people who don't need a savior. No, it's for people sinners realize that sin and who do need that savior. And that's where that savior. Why found. I take the supper because it's the body and blood given and shed for the forgiveness, forgiveness of, of my sins. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's go. So, but what is the connection? Does, well, let, we okay. got to read on here. Right. So, what's, right. so yeah. uh, right after this, the, the, the very next thing right. here yes. is about Jesus and the little children. Familiar again, but 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 again, who do you want your child to be like? The tax okay. collector or a Pharisee? So, verse fifteen. So, new crowd, new, new crowd. crowd. Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them, and when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Yeah. Okay. So so people, again, bringing children, and not just children, here in this 
translation and, and in this portion, this account, it's infants. Yes. So these are you know, helpless little the ones you children. have to carry you have around. To carry them. Yep, they can't yep. even walk on their own. The disciples, of course, rebuke them for bringing these kids. Why do you think they rebuked them? I, you know, I was wondering oh, about that. Well, no, I know. You've had babies. They smell and they cry and. Even in church, you know, so get that baby out of here. It's yeah. disturbing. No one can hear me preach my wonderful sermon because they're all distracted by them. I understand perfectly why they're distracted. We have a nursery right down the hall. See, we don't have a nursery, so we can send them over to the other church building, though. They can go over there. Go outside. Yeah, go outside. I'm but, sorry. So, yeah, I think this distracting, yeah. uh, you know, all those things, but then also just uh, yeah, not as important. Uh, Jesus doesn't have time well, for little kids. That's right. No, he's, what, what good is he going to do yeah, for little kids? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing, they can't even understand anyway. So what, right. why even bring a child to Jesus if if they can't understand what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Jesus doesn't agree. That's the, that's the main thing, <laughs> though. He point. rebukes them even and says, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them. Uh, then he uses them as an example, an example okay. of, of even the kingdom of God, receiving yeah. the kingdom of God. Okay, so what is the connection now? Are little yes. children more like Pharisees or tax collectors? And I would say they're like that tax collector. Yeah. So what's the connection between the little children and the tax collector? Well, this is what we've been waiting for all, <laughs> all, all, all the last half hour, Matt. Well, I think that when we look at, when we look at the rest of the scriptures, too, and yeah. it describes each one of us and yeah. how we're conceived in sin and, ah. and sinners from from the beginning that, that we see that the greatness of sin even in a, even an oh. infant and in the yeah. children that smell and cry and distract and all things we see sin and certainly that that tax collector he saw his sin too right and that's one of the reasons we bring the little children to jesus in baptism so one of the things we read at a baptism especially the baptism of an infant is, is this text yes about yeah. jesus inviting the little children to come to him and the reason we do that is because we bring the children to him and we say exactly what the tax collector said lord have mercy upon them have mercy they're sinners they need forgiveness and and he forgives and he forgives just as he forgot forgave that tax collector who came saying Lord have mercy on me and came in forgiveness. So I think think we see the greatness of of their sin the tax collector even even these children that Jesus blesses. But then we also see the greatness of God's grace, God's grace shown to even someone as bad as a tax collector who comes in repentance. Mm. But the greatness of His grace as He totally is the one who works forgiveness in the life of a little child. Those infants, they, they don't do anything. They can't comprehend what Jesus is saying. Yeah, the disciples are right in that respect. And yet Jesus knows he can bless them. And in, he does here, and he certainly does in baptism too. How He blesses and forgives and redeems them, just as he blesses and forgave and redeemed that tax collector who comes to him with nothing to offer of his own. But just comes in repentance, and 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 I hadn't thought of it before. But you can kind of see that then in the attitude of the disciples. That you're right; they really think they are superior to these infants, don't they? Oh yeah, they have something that they can bring to Jesus. They have an understanding. They have things they can do for Him. Well, certainly, then Jesus should come to them. But what could a little child do for you? What could a poor, miserable sinner do for Jesus? Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the point is, Jesus said, I didn't come so people could serve me. I came that I might serve and give my life as a ransom for many. Yeah. yeah. So people are not more or less important depending upon age. They're, yeah. they're equally sinful and in need of forgiveness. But they're equally loved by Christ. So so who do you want your kid to grow up to be like the Pharisee or the tax collector? Well, 
the tax collector yeah. in terms of that acknowledgement of sin and looking to Christ for forgiveness. Because that baptism isn't a one-time thing for that infant, but it's that daily repentance, contrition, that daily forgiveness and that we see in the tax collector rather than the Pharisee here in this case. And, and I think the great comfort for us, too, is that realization that we don't need to bring anything to Jesus Christ. He's the one that's going to give it all to us. Yeah. He can give it to infants, and he can give it to you and me as well. So Yeah, very good. And I love, uh, just real quick, because Jesus yeah. says, the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And we think how Jesus himself did that, right? Yeah. Humbled himself on the cross, but then exalted in his resurrection and his ascension. So, and as it was for Jesus, so he gives it to us. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you for that connection. This has been Wrestling Wrestling with with the the basics. Basics.